right. Let's, uh, look, I don't have a watch, okay? So I don't know what time it is, but I know that I'm out of it. Screw the cold open, let's go! Music! Change. Okay. All right, we're in it. We're in it now. Letting minimal effort. Work time. <laughs> hey, and peeps, welcome back to Full Circus. My name is Tristan Sartoris. I'm all out of whack, okay? I'm, I'm, I gotta preface the situation here. I am severely rushed. I don't have a lot of time, but I am, you know, back against the wall. In front, even, as well. It's kind of a... Right? So, this whole week, I've been trying to get to do the podcast, but I've been doing so many things, so many jobs, so many opportunities, and we can talk about that a little bit as we go, um, but... I, I just feel out of place. You think I look warmed up, dude? I just came from working out, right? I was in the middle of benching 300 pounds with one arm. No, I'm kidding. But I, I did work out, and I'm I'm flushed. I didn't shower, hence the hat. Um, I wonder if my parents ever get annoyed that I put more effort into this little show than we go to, like, a family Thanksgiving or Christmas. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Who cares? But for the podcast, I work on my charm. But anyways, I feel... Out of place, I clicked on the lights, camera, sound. We're just going. Okay, so I can breathe a little bit, I hope, you know. I just know that I can't afford to mess up. Nothing can shut off. I just have to do it. Otherwise, I have to do the show in the middle of the night, which I don't want to do. I could do it. Would it be a little bit better for you guys? Maybe, but you know what? Forget about it. I'm not doing that. I got it now. We're going to take the shot. We don't miss an episode. We go for it when we can. So, anyways... This week has just been filled with opportunities and chores. So one of the jobs, we were cleaning out this huge, it was an all-day project, this this massive house that I guess people had uh, left. It was foreclosed. So it was all kinds of mold and, and disgusting garbage. And it was nice for a little bit because I was on the freaking <laughs> top floor and I just got a shovel and throwing old freaking... Uh, pants and shoes and whatnot and you know it's nice to throw out other people's garbage um it is difficult though because i know that my family has a hoarding tendency there were a lot of things where we saw stuff and everybody was like oh but what if i could use but maybe hey so it was difficult for me as well we know that i love halloween and these people were festive festive freaks so they had still in the box packaged christmas and halloween items and stuff like that and i held them for a second and I said, if I take this, what becomes of me? You know, I already have Halloween decorations galore. I'm just going to be stockpiling them in June. You know, I feel like that hoarding, that third generation hoarder just wants to rise within me. And it took a lot of self-discipline to to put that down. I'll be honest, but it was it was a rough. I don't know if there was anything really hilarious about that, except for it smelled terrible. But I would argue that six guys working all day smelled even worse. So I did that and I had Monday off and I thought I could do the podcast here because there's a chance some things, you know, the crappy stars might align. They're not even stars. They're just freaking, uh, I don't know what they are. Broken airplanes. Um, so, and that's what happened. That's what's happening right now. So I was doing a lot of work on this new apartment. We're going to get into it doing work for my dad and helping out the dump and now we're going back to another house to clean that up and then immediately after that I'm going to help my brother move so ah, everything's happening at the same time so I I <laughs> I was sitting there 
I was making hard-boiled eggs about an hour ago. I get the call. Hey, you know, we're going to be trying to do these things before we go to do this thing. I'm like, okay, great. I didn't know there was times, but all right. Got to rise to the challenge. It is Father's Day this weekend. I need to perform, and I need to be there available for people. And that's what it's like being in a family, man. You you rally behind the people who need you, whether that's your father, your cousins, or your brothers. And right now, it feels like everybody. So, um, you know, I wish I had... I'm, I'm excited to have this apartment and all the work that goes into it. I know to some people, that's like, wouldn't you like to just go somewhere where you don't have to put a lot of work into it before you move in? No, because now people are rallying behind me. People are helping me out. For the first time in my life, I require a rally. Help for years, brothers. And everybody's like, hey, I just need I need you to have my back here. We got this big project coming up. My back, front, against the wall, sandwich, same situation. And I'm like, okay, I'll be there for you. But I don't ever have anything going on. Like I've said before, I work in the arts, okay? So the stuff that I do is very, you know, one, one-sided. one It's it's all creative. It's all from right here. It's not sledging. I'm like, all right, we just need a couple more hammers over here. No, it's very delicate. And, and it's a one-man army. So I'm, I'm happy that I can finally recruit and start using some of my store credit <laughs> on these guys. So that'll be interesting. But, yeah, I don't know how this is going to go. I thought about doing the podcast later, truly. But like I said, it'll be late and I just don't know. I don't know what the, is this the better situation to come in here stressed? You can tell that I'm, I'm, I'm not only excited fast, but there's a certain urgency in my voice feeling like if I slip up, something goes wrong. If I say the wrong thing, I burp, I fart, you know, whatever happens and I got to snip, snip. No, I can't. I have to be on my game, but not only do I have to be flawless, I was just making eggs and working out. I wasn't prepared for this. I was sitting there and I was thinking, you know what? I'm going to work out. I'll probably take a couple hours after that shower, get cleaned up. I'm going to have a nice smooth workout. Be careful because I'm kind of in pain. No, pressure was on. I threw the eggs down. Okay. Ran in and I'm benching. I'm, I'm doing things. Shoulders kind of tweaked. I'm like, all right, gotta go faster, faster, faster. Didn't even really finish. I, I have two more sets I have to do. That's what I'll do in the middle of the night. So I ran down here, face is flush, brush my, brush my teeth and putting on the hat that I'm glad I could use. But there's just a, there's a lot. So, you know, my blood, my heart is still pumping. My brain still thinks like, dude, are we not about to do some more pull-ups here? What's going on? And immediately you're just shoved. It's like the cane went around my neck and pulled me on stage. Imagine you're just in the most stressful time of your life and you're panicked and you're going fast and you're working out, right? And you're already in a rush. But then you remember that you have to go do a spot on Johnny Carson and they just whisk you away. Ah, you know, think about it. Think about when you get stressed. That's where we're at right now. So I'm doing what I can, man. And and hopefully we can ease a little bit. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I think the most interesting part about this is that I'm hoping that now the clock has started. I can kind of calm down, but I don't know. I don't know. All right, let's breathe. Let's breathe for a second. What is going on, man? So like I said, going to help. I'm rallying some more, right? So I'm rallying to clean up the thing and we're going to move my brother's stuff. Um, he lives on the third floor currently. That's going to be exciting. It's going to be a lot of pivoting, you know? Hey, it's uh, nine hours later after the podcast was recorded and it was just as bad <laughs> as I thought. I'm sore. Dude, I don't. Let's be honest. And that's okay to say. I think a lot of times 
You know, even if you do something, I've said this before, you should be allowed to complain at the very least. It's not like I'm like, oh my gosh, this sucks. Why would you make me do this? I'm not doing it to your face. I would prefer people complain behind the backs of others. I think that's fair and I think that's polite. And honestly, I think the idea of talking at all behind someone's back is a little bit more respectful. I know some people require and, and hope to hear that face to face because they don't want some kind of secrets and they don't want to have a facade and be like, why are you doing this? But it's not that like I'm trying to go around you. I'm being respectful towards your feelings. So if anything, look, I don't think you should be mean to anybody. But if you're going to do it, you know, why not do it behind someone's back? Like show some respect, okay? They don't got to worry about that. Eyes forward. Who cares? So, yeah, I love to complain about people behind their back. Um, but it's not like an issue. It's just like I'm going to be lifting things for hours for no pay. We're just at a rally. It's just a rally. And I wouldn't mind if people complain and said, oh, my gosh, we're going to help Tristan out with his apartment and do all this stuff. We're rallying behind Tristan. I, I expect that. What matters are the actions, okay? Actions speak louder than words. Where did that go? All of a sudden, I speak bad about someone behind their back, and my actions don't matter no more. Come on. So, yeah, I recommend trying that out just a little bit. Um, what else is going on with the... I don't think there's anything more exciting about moving. There's only so much you can say about moving furniture. You know, it's just like, all right, you know, you know what it's like. Is it fun? No. Is it exciting? No. Is it heavy? Is it boring? Yes. Okay. We got it. You got the gist. Um... So, speaking of things that have happened, I watched a movie, okay? It was called Flamin' Hot, and I saw it. It was just, it was on Hulu. And I originally thought it was a documentary. It just came out, and I thought, you know, Flamin' Hot Cheetos, a silly, stupid documentary. I put it on, you know? I don't like documentaries in the first place. I think they're kind of boring. It's everything stretched out, and it takes way too long. It's like two-hour freaking historical document in this picture i can get the whole summary and reading a paragraph 30 seconds boom figure it out i watched a documentary uh, that um free solo about the guy who wants to climb this huge mountain with no gear and he's going back and forth about the stress and how i'm gonna do it and yeah it's cool to see it but i would for two hours i'd much rather go hey yep looks like he was pretty stressed out about it but oh he did it okay cool boom i'm done you know i don't I feel like it's just they're they're maximizing the watch time. It feels like those Facebook videos where they just go, oh, my gosh, this new cake baking trick will blow your mind. Watch to the end to find out. It's like it's 30 minutes. You show me the whole cake. Cut it up a little bit. Trim the fat. So, yeah, I'm not into documentaries in the first place, but Flamin' Hot Cheetos, I will admit, caught my attention. Um, so I put it on, it wasn't a documentary, it was a, what do they call those, biopics? I don't know, I don't know what you want to call them. It was a story about something else. Call it what it was. But it was Flamin' Hot Cheetos, and it was the story about the guy who came up with the flavor, and, oh my gosh, what was his name? Richard Montañez, I think. Joe Montaigne? I said Joe Montaigne. Yeah, so basically, <laughs> it's just this stupid movie, and I put it on as a joke about an hour and a half through it my eyes are watering okay we get to the end of the movie and you know spoiler alert so i spoil a lot of things but i don't want to actually have to ruin this movie for you because it's that good this guy he starts out as a janitor he's like i feel like i'm nothing man um this isn't racist because i actually this is empowering i don't think you should be um offensive if you're 
doing an accent or whatever unless you're mocking the person but this guy was awesome and he was he was passionate about it. he said i feel like i'm i'm nothing you know and i'm, I'm going through life and, and i, I want to make something myself and then they find god and they're praying they put to the candle so he takes the shot he goes there and he doesn't have the resume he doesn't have the education but he, he makes it in there and he's working as a janitor everyone else is just kind of going about their day and the whole place is kind of discriminatory towards mexicans so he's really like he has he's he's focusing in and zoning in you just feel for the guy and then not only is he just working but he's learned from the people in the higher up everyone's like let's just do your job minimum wage okay forget about it whatever he's learning he's learning and then he comes out with this flavor and they rally and it's like the embodiment of of their mexican pride and what do they call it the um the corn the uh peppercorn whatever the it's spicy, right? And that was kind of their ideas. They put it together. It's with his kids. It's family. It was a tearjerker, man. He gets to the end. They put his thing on, and he calls his wife, and he's like, hey, you know, we're going to need a lot more ties because they couldn't even tie the tie. They go buy it, and their family's like, they fall down, and they're crying. I'm getting a little emotional right now, dude. I was so happy for this guy, all right? Now, I don't know if the job, like the, the object of this film was to make you want to go and buy hot Cheetos, but gosh dang it, did I not go out there and get three bags? This was supposed to be just be a tale of their Mexican heritage and making something from nothing, and it was. It was beautiful, man. But not only that, but I was like, I love this guy so much, I gotta go out and support. You know, if he's gonna be making money off these hot Cheetos, I gotta go get it! I gotta go! I, You know, he's a billionaire or whatever, like, but I still felt the need. It was that powerful, man. I, I never thought that I would sit there and on a Monday afternoon, be on the verge of tears, crying about <laughs> flaming hot Cheetos, man. Um, although when you eat them, maybe your eyes will be watering a little bit more. So very passionate stuff, dude. I'm, I'm not always bewildered by movies. I only come out here usually to make fun of films, but very rarely do I come on here and say, you got to go see this, man. I see Avatar 2, freaking top five grossing movie of all time. Meh. Doesn't matter. I see any Avengers movie, yeah, whatever it is. I see this, I see that, ah, doesn't matter. But the Flamin' Hot Cheetos biopic is a must-watch, okay? So, take that from me. I was watching it with my brother, and look, I only like to eat things while I watch stuff. This was probably the first movie in my whole life that I've I've sat there and like, I don't need a snack. I'm just in tune, right? It's funny. It's, it's wholesome. There's integrity. There's faith. There's family. Oh my gosh! I never thought I'd be raving about a story about a snack, but gosh dang it. So, yeah, anyways, that happened, man. And I don't know. I'm hoping there's a sequel. I, maybe the guy comes out with a new flavor somehow, or maybe there's another culture or heritage that wants to come up with another Cheeto flavor, and we can look forward to that. I don't know. Is there an Italian kind of, you know, spaghetti marinara? Cheeto freaking get on that um yeah so anyways on top of that my father this is groundbreaking news my father has suddenly become lactose intolerant and you know it's kind of a crazy thought that you could just get hit with a disease once you hit your 50s you know and make no mistake this is a disease that you cannot drink the sweet sweetness of milk um, the succulentness of ice cream and cheese. I, I love dairy, man. So it's kind of a bummer. I know he's bummed out. So 
Um, keep them in your prayers, dude. Which sucks because that flaming hot Cheetos thing just came out, and what helps more than a spicy snack than some milk? My dad's just gonna be left there, just Barty ball in his eyes because it's so beautiful. But then he's like, ah, oh, hot, 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 hot. What do you give him? Nothing. You can't. You can't even. You can't even quench your suffering. So, yeah, he's. It's it's scary, man. I'm. I have a fear, a deep rooted fear now, that one day I'll wake up and be like, is it in my genes, that I'm just gonna lose a snack? What if I just wake up one day and I have pizza? I'm like, that's no good. I can't do that anymore. Oh, chills, chills. Flame hot Cheetos. What if, like, yeah. It's scary. My dad loves milk more than people, dude. And now all of a sudden he can't have it? That's a messed up world. I guess it's even more messed up is, dude, I just got in trouble for not stocking the milk. So, I mean, maybe there's some sort of karma. I don't know. I got I got in trouble pretty bad. I didn't know I was supposed to stock the milk, but, you know, I maybe there was something there. But I, I feel bad and, you know, I'll have to drink twice as much milk in his honor, I suppose. Um, what else is going on, dude? I recently, dude, I, I want to box. I want to box and I want to do jiu-jitsu and I want to do martial, like, not like fighting in competitive tournaments, but I, I just, I get swept up in these highlight videos and you watch these people like, dude, wouldn't I love to just freaking, you know? Um, but as we know, when I tried to take that, uh, that jiu-jitsu class, the one, um, that's 200 freaking 50 bucks a month. I don't, most people are canceling their Netflix subscription because they're adding on like a $3 fee for sharing. $3, 250, 250 to learn how to defend yourself. I don't, I don't have the change, dude. I'll get robbed. If I get robbed at gunpoint, he takes a hundred bucks. Like, yeah, it's a lot cheaper than 250. Okay. I can't fight the guy off, but you know what? I actually saved money in the long run. What, what's the point? You're robbing me. You're robbing me so I can learn how to defend myself from robbers? The guy, the real villain, are these people who are acting like they're trying to help me by teaching me skills. So, I don't know. I get, I get swept up. It just, it just seems cool, dude. It seems cool. But those competitions are interesting. I'm a pretty easygoing guy, though. I don't know if I could really be like one of those top things, you know, where people get mad and they hate each other. And I was thinking about this. Hit the Skip the details and the plots, and these are some of my interesting thoughts. Hmm. Fighters, right, before this big event, they're hyping it up, they're doing all the interviews, it's very chaotic and angry and filled with testosterone, and it's just a, a mad dog place to be. They're talking about each other's moms and insulting them, and it's very intense, right? There's a lot of tension. And I was watching a boxing match, and you'll notice, dude, that about... I don't know, three minutes into it of this intense fighting, there's a lot of clinching, okay? If you don't watch boxing all, a clinch is basically when you, you get real close. It's basically like a hug. Um, and I was thinking about this, dude, that if I was, if I had a hate for somebody, the last thing I want to do is be this close that I could smell the sweat off them. I, I don't want to be this close. I Yeah, no, dude, I don't want to be like that. But here's the kicker. They don't have a choice because they're so worn down. So what I was thinking, dude, is that cardio <laughs> technically eradicates all hatred, all beef, all tension. So I was thinking outside of boxing, dude, 
how do you implement cardio into another situation? Let's say you're having family disputes. We just hop on the jump rope and we're just doing that together. You know what? It's really not that big of a deal, man. I could see it was a bit of a misunderstanding where you were coming from. And, you know, I just appreciate if we could make this thing work together because we're worn out, right? You, no one can survive. The thing about cardio is it breaks down. If, th if someone with this much hate for the other party, they get destroyed just because their heart's racing because it's so intense, man. So I don't know. Start implementing that. Start using that. I think <laughs> what if you added cardio into politics, you know, would that not? I think I might have just cracked world peace. If we gathered all the parties and all the systems and and everybody who's so dead set in their ways and we line them up and they start doing hill sprints, how fast? before everything shuts down and we start shaking hands and saying, I understand where you're coming from. You know, this cardio is the worst cardio. This exercise is it's not going to be the greatest exercise, but I think that with compromise, we can make it happen. And, I, and Trump's there and he's like, you know what? I don't care. Is someone with that much ego, like these boxers with the hate, they put it down. Of course, Trump would be beaten too. And and you have Barack. Well, we're going to have more uh, uh, compromise in North uh, America. That's my best Obama. Or not even just in in our country, dude. Let's start world peace. We have the whole freaking. I don't I don't have any impressions for other world leaders, but you just imagine all of a sudden, you know, we're just doing hill sprints. You, what one two because they're all 60 plus you're gassed immediately oh why why is this not happening i don't know man i think a lot of my ideas are just wasted in the in the panic of the moment but holy crap i might be onto something so um look out for that guys i think we start putting the <laughs> the political leaders in the olympics right there's just respect among tired individuals that's just the way that it is. You ever see people who they get in a fight and then afterwards like, you know what game? Recognize this game, man. I respect anyone who got in the ring with me and doing this thing. You I respect the man. I didn't think you'd do it. You know, beef is squashed. And I don't even think it's from the fighting. It's the cardio that does it. So, you know, take a walk, <laughs> go for a jog, do some sprints, jump rope. I don't know what you want to do, but hop on the rowing machine. Okay? Just just do some stuff. So find I want this is the this is the test. This is the challenge for everybody this week. Find your least liked person in your life and invite them out for a run. And I guarantee you, you won't be disagreeing for much longer if you're wheezing, you know? I just don't agree with your You know what? It's not really not that bad. I think your morals are fine. Can we just shut up and get this through? You know? Is that not how it goes? How about that? Boom, dude. I don't know why I'm so smart, okay? I don't know where it comes from, but it's here to stay, all right? Um, you know what? This is something I've been thinking about as well. I'm going to offer my psychological wit going forward to any of you, okay? I would like to test my, my prowess as a, as a psychological student of psychology. <laughs> I only took one class. But... You know, with all my, my inner workings, if you would like to submit stuff, whether on any social media or at, I don't have an email, um, fullcircuspodcast at gmail.com. Send anything anonymously with your name attached, whatever. Let's send, send me some stuff. And I'm going to keep on bringing this up. This is going to be a new segment. It's going to be called, uh, 
Ignorance is Bliss. No, it's going to be called, uh, I don't know what's a good name. We're going to, uh, Secrets from a, what's a good S? Sociopath. Nope, that's not cool. I want it to compliment me, you know, and psychologically that's because I'm a little narcissistic. But, um, see, look at that, already working. So, yeah, I want to offer my expertise. And if you want information from an idiot, boom, you know, I don't, we'll, we'll workshop it, but send it in. I'll, I'll, I'll talk it out and we'll figure something good. I'll, I'll come up with some solutions, maybe silly, maybe not. Um, but you know what? If I can solve world peace, you better believe I can solve the, the drama with the fact that your husband just keeps on wearing his shoes in the house. Okay. So I'm putting that out there. Send it, find me, contact, and I'm going to keep on bringing this up for every show until we keep getting an influx of, of stories. Give me the preface. Tell me the characters. We'll break it down and I'll, I'll give you something that you can take back to the drawing board and it could be great it could be terrible but you know what at the very least we'll know for sure <laughs> what will we know give it time so um i think that's all i don't have a watch dude let me check my i think that's all i really have to talk about what is this okay never mind i realized that i don't really have notes isn't that that's like probably the worst case scenario you can be in it's like you're going into a test <laughs> Which has happened, dude. I went in one time for an architecture exam, and I thought I had my notes because they let you. It was like it was an open book exam, so you had all these freaking definitions. And this is Franklin Wright, and this was built in 1835. It was built in Ohio, and this is the Gherkin. You know, I have all these freaking things and names and dates and whatever. And it was it was a midterm exam, and I everyone opened their book. This one guy, he's like, "Dude, are you cheating?" I was like, "Cheating? I don't have. Oh my gosh." I realized I didn't have anything. Looked over at the guy, pen markings all the way up his arm. He's freaking, dude, I got it covered. I was like, I, no offense, dude, but I'd rather take my shot instead of like, hey, can you pass me your uh, your forearm real quick? I need to see see what the date is on there, okay? Can I see your funny bone? What? Um, so that's kind of how I feel right now, dude. I look at my notes, I'm like, all right, what do we have? Oh, okay, well, I don't know my architecture, but you know what? I do know problems, I do know people, so... Right into the show. I love you guys. I have to go. I don't know. I think. I really... I'm going to start wearing a watch. This is the time. No pun intended. Um, yeah, I think that's it. All right, guys. Um, thank you so much. I love you. I'll see you in the next episode. Hope this was all right. And I'll try and get out in front of life on the next one. Okay? So if life is going to pack my week up with a bunch of crappy stars and lining... Um... I'll do a podcast on Sunday or Monday. I'll do one back-to-back, -back, whatever I got to do. So this was really a user error. This was on my part. And you know what? A real psychological professor could admit that. Because it takes a big man to admit that and an even bigger idiot to offer my help to you guys. All right. Thanks so much. I'll see you in the next. Who's the ball?